Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Going to school hungry might be more common for some Michigan K-12 students than people think. That's something that a child should never have to go through. That is an experience that is going to traumatize them and stick with them throughout the rest of their lives. Starting this fall here in Michigan, schools will offer both free breakfast and lunch. And experts say it is a game changer. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. When I was a kid, one of the common phrases during cereal commercials on Saturday morning cartoons was, blank is part of a balanced breakfast. I never thought about that phrase until I became an adult. But people like Jody Blaylock, they say it's huge for kids. Jody is a clinical dietitian at Children's Hospital of Michigan. I mean, nutrition plays such an important part of how we are able to concentrate and focus and pay attention, especially in a classroom setting. You know, kids that are hungry and their tummies are growling, you know, they, they don't have the attention span to sit there and listen to the lessons that are being taught or um, the activities that the teacher's trying to um, encourage them to participate in. They can lose their focus pretty quickly. Have you ever tried to work hungry or even pay attention while hungry? It's wildly difficult. So if it's hard for you, it's hard for kids too. But that's just where it starts. Hunger in kids can have negative effects into adulthood too. In the long term, eating a healthy dietary pattern is important because for one, it does prevent chronic illnesses, things like diabetes, congestive heart failure, kidney disease. But also in the long term, if someone's going hungry every day, not getting enough nutrition, that's when we do see the unintentional weight loss and muscle wasting and really long-term malnutrition. And those are things that we as clinical dietitians like to prevent here at the hospital, but also, you know, in schools and things like that as well. And if they're not getting in the, the nutrition that they need, they are at risk for vitamin and mineral deficiencies, which like Madison said, is going to lead to that malnutrition, which we want to avoid. Those voices belong to Vanessa Shamby and Madison Gomez. They are both clinical dietitians at McLaren Macomb Hospital. As it stands right now, about half the kids across the state qualify for free or reduced lunch. But in Michigan's upcoming budget, Governor Gretchen Whitmer allocated $160 million to ensure that all public school students will have access to free breakfast and lunch. That's two meals a day for about 1.4 million kids. This is something that Dr. Jennifer Lucarelli has been working on for years with the city of Pontiac, Oakland County, and as a professor in the School of Health Sciences at Oakland University. 
what we really need to do is adapt the way that our school systems are running and policy at the state and federal level. And so ideally, we want to see these changes at the federal level. The legislation that we're talking about right now is in the state of Michigan. So Michigan made the decision to fully fund the gap between students who are paying for the meal or students who would get the free meals or the reduced price meals and those that would have typically paid for the meals. So ideally, we want to advocate for that change at the federal level. But that doesn't mean that we're not working at the local level. And so there's a number of initiatives, uh, including the Healthy Pontiac We Can Coalition, the Oakland County Food Policy Council that is led by Oakland County Health Division. And then even at the state, Michigan Department of Education has done a ton of work to help advocate for and see these changes. Jennifer from Oakland, you and I were talking about the stigma that comes with the old free and reduced lunch programs. It's something I think about a lot. You know, I'm glad you mentioned the stigma because it breaks my heart the way some of these kids are treated sometimes. And it's not just by their peers. It's the way school treats them. Nothing will beat the nutritional value of this change. But to me, the shame and the punishment that these kids have to go through and it's out of their control. And that's just it's so hard. Yeah. And we've all seen those news stories, you know, where Schools won't let children get uh, meals if their families are behind on their accounts or if they owe money. And that's something that a child should never have to go through. That is an experience that is going to traumatize them and stick with them throughout the rest of their lives. So that's actually another really important piece of this work. When you make school meals, both breakfast and lunch, universally free for all families and children, you take away the burden of paperwork and you really put all of those resources in to just feeding kids, which is what the goal of the program is in the first place. If you ask the governor if this idea has bipartisan support, she'll say yes. But is that actually the case? These days, almost nothing receives bipartisan support. The next voice you'll hear belongs to Jennifer Chambers. She covers K-12 education for the Detroit News, and she's got a great piece in today's news about this free lunch program. Republicans did not support the governor's budget, but they didn't take a separate stand on free meals for everyone. Typically, this might be an issue in general about providing food for a family that may be able to afford it. But if you talk to the school meal experts, the folks that are actually serving meals in these schools on the ground, they said that, you know, inside a cafeteria in a school, you know, there can be families where the child shows up for school that day, has no food on her and no money to buy it, and that other kids do notice these things. And so kids shouldn't have to worry about whether they can pay for a meal once they're in school and learning. Politically, this didn't get a lot of action. It was not one of the issues. So going forward next year, we'll see if it ignites a debate. So how will this all work? Jennifer from the Detroit News says Michigan is on the leading edge in this category. But what about money? After all, the irony here is there is no such thing as a free lunch. Michigan is one of eight states doing this, so it's not being done by a majority of states. The $160 million that's being allocated, the way this will work is families have to apply for the program. It's called Michigan School Meals through their school district. I'm a parent and I just got the link to sign up today. Then the school has to send that information to the state 
and the state will send districts money for reimbursement. So our school districts are going to be paying for these meals. It's part of their food budgets already. And what will happen is that they are eligible for reimbursement and so they can get paid back for the meal. So it is really important that parents sign up and that schools have that paperwork in order to get paid back because there is an expert in my story that's concerned if we don't follow through on the signups, that the program may not be supported because it's not working and the money isn't being used. Most of my schooling came in the 1990s, so I have a pretty specific memory of what school lunches look and taste like. But our health sciences professor, Dr. Lucarelli, says, a lot has changed, and she would know. Yes, absolutely. And that's a really common uh, myth around school meals is that it's junk food. It tastes gross. We've got very strict nutrition regulations in place that make sure that all of the meals are healthy and balanced. They have to include fruits and vegetables. They include whole grains. There's limits on the total amount of fat and sodium that's in these meals. So if we're being honest, <laughs> and I have a PhD in nutrition, like this is what I do as a job, school meals are probably healthier than what I would send my kids to school with. And so I have been on board with school meals since the first day that he stepped in the door in kindergarten. So you're saying I won't find my early 90s taco pizza because that'll bum me out a little bit. <laughs> Right. I do have a fond memory of that Mexican pizza, the square one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Certainly the contents of school lunches, they are different today. But even the way they are presented has changed. Here is Jody, our clinical dietitian from Children's Hospital of Michigan, one more time. School lunches today, compared to when I was a child, they're vastly improved. There's no question. Yeah, I agree. And I think that they're really trying to not only provide the nutrition, but they're providing it in ways that are going to appeal to the kids so that they're not, you know, putting their whole lunch tray into the garbage can every day. My son is seven and he goes to school in Oakland County and there are two lunch options. There's the hot lunch and the other one's called the cool kids lunch. And it's like this little a la carte uh -huh. thing. You can hear the way they're programming that. It's interesting to me, uh -huh. th just even using those kinds of words. Yeah, definitely. And they, they want the kids to eat the lunch. It's They understand how important it is to get their you know bellies full so that they can return to class and be able to sit down and focus and learn what's coming next. It's not up to me to decide if the government should foot the bill for meals at school. But I do know this. The burden should never fall on the child. I'll give you the least political statement of all time. No child should ever go hungry. Today's big thanks go out to Dr. Jennifer Lucarelli, Jennifer Chambers, Jody Blaylock, Vanessa Shamby, and Madison Gomez. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. If you want the Daily J delivered right to you, all you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark. And this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.